What's up, Slow Drip listeners? This is your host, Zach. And Matt. And we have an exciting announcement. CisternaCoffeeCo.com is officially up and running. We are live. And everything is in stock. Uh, We've got our mugs ready to ship. Right in time for Christmas. Today's date is December the 7th. Um, So everything is ready for you to go. Um, Bolivian coffee's in stock. Thai coffee's in stock. Everything's freshly roasted. Coffee mugs, decals. Uh, This has been a long time coming. The site is beautiful and uh, ready to go. So... Wherever you're joining us on the Slow Drip journey, whether it's episode one or the end of the season, take a minute and go check out our new website and store and uh, pick up some coffee just in time for the holidays. I don't understand the uh, weird infatuation you have right now with alligators. I do not. I have zero infatuation with alligators. It's the fact that it's gator land. What about it? It's in the name. It's Gatorland. It is the North American capital of alligators. There's more alligators per capita in Gatorland than anywhere else in the world. That's a feat in and of itself. That is just something that you read on the billboard. Here we are. Florida Turnpike. The Torn Pike? Yeah, we're on the Torn Pike. The Florida Torn Pike. Well, if we get pulled over, like, boys, what are you doing? We are... Don't worry about it, sir. We're recording a podcast. You should check it out. We're on episode 15. It's called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. We have five subs. We're kind of a big deal. (laughs) You have no idea. All right. Kaiser University. The hard thing is, is this is when I need my prehensile tail available so that it can keep a hand on the wheel. You ever wish you had a prehensile tail? Uh, a what? A prehensile tail. No, I don't. So here's the question of the day. If you had a prehensile tail, would it be scaly like a possum tail? Because, you know, we don't have any fur, or would yours be furry? Because mine would be like a furry uh, capuchin monkey tail. And I'd wrap it around my waist. And then when I needed a third hand, like right now, it'd just curl out and hold the mic while I had both hands on the wheel. Do I get to choose what kind of tail it is? Well, I'm asking, if you had a prehensile tail, would it be a gross scaly possum tail or a cute furry capuchin monkey tail? Or would it be like, probably be like a stubby little like French bulldog tail, wouldn't it? Wrapped in skin. <laughs> like a little fleshy pig. Oinker tail. It's a curly cue. Yeah. It's prehensile. It'll hold stuff, but I can't see what it's holding back there. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a mind of its own. <laughs> I forget it's back there. <laughs> we are five miles from Gatorland. We're driving into the dark in a vehicle with air quote automatic lights that... I don't trust because we're getting ready to go into the Everglades. You ever been to the Everglades? No. Oh, the Everglades are amazing. I love the Everglades. I think they're, the Everglades National Park is probably the second biggest national park to the Great Smoky Mountains, which is the biggest by land area. 
man. Is it really? I believe it is. I believe it's the biggest. It's the most visited park. I know that. <clears throat> Having just been there, it was full of people. So, I got to hand it to you, though, bud. You got a pretty quiet ride in this big truck. Yeah, well, my air conditioner works. I don't have to roll down my windows. Wow. I see. You're really missing out. If you're not sweating profusely by the time you get somewhere driving through middle Georgia in an unair conditioned Swedish vehicle. Your blinker's still on. I thought that was automatic. Alrighty. Is that the end of the seatbelt dingers? I'm not sure. <clears throat> So Grand Canyon National Park. Is that the biggest? (laughs) By land area? As I was saying it, I wondered. I was like, ah, Grand Canyon might be bigger, but... Good gracious. Denali National Park is 6.1 million acres. Okay. All right, so the Smokies are not the biggest, clearly. Mike up in Denali, that was where he was? That's right. Yeah. I'm looking. This is the 30 largest national parks in the U.S. Let's see. Oops. I hit. What? Oh, where's the. It's a button on the end of the blinker switch. Jeez. Got me blasting here. There we go. All right. All right. So 30 is Mount Rainier. Denali, Grand Canyon, Rainier. Let's see. Capitol Reef is number 29. Really? Badlands is 28. Channel Islands, California, 27. Okay. Rocky Mountain National Park is 26. All right. Grand Teton. The Hawaii Volcanoes. Canyonlands, Utah. Then we got Sequoia. Kings Canyon. North Cascades. Great Smoky Mountains is only 521,490 acres. That is number 19 on the list. Mm. But it is the most visited of all the national parks. It actually, um, that's the first sentence in this paragraph. Many people aren't aware that the Smokies are the most visited national park in the United States. With over 800 miles of hiking trails, Yep. 70 miles of the Appalachian Trail. Yep. It's pretty cool. Yep. It's 95% forest. It is. And with all of those trails and everything, like there is a ton of land within the park that you is inaccessible because you can't you can't camp like you can't um, backcountry camp unless it's in an established site. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really frowned upon to uh, just go wherever you want to. I will say that was one thing that the, one of the very few redeeming things about living in northern Michigan was that all of the all of the land was public land, and you could go backcountry camp anywhere you wanted to without a permit. You just drive down a two track and. That looks good. Get out here, hike a few miles in, just make a camp. Actually, new people 
that would spend summers running trap lines and living out of like dugout shelters that they made in the forest completely off grid away from people and then they would like come into town and couch surf at night like in the weekends or uh, during the winter not during the weekends when it got cold living away from people that sounds nice <clears throat> yeah This, this is perhaps the craziest thing that we've done. This is perhaps the craziest thing we've done so far. <laughs> Let's just put that it's in. So far. The relationship is still young. Yeah, we just celebrated our one year in our last episode. Was it our last episode? Yeah, it was. it was. So, blessed invitation into participation. Last episode... We talked about that was uh, August third, mm-hmm. and that was on a Wednesday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Were we leaving Saturday or Sunday? I don't remember. I think Saturday. We were gonna leave Saturday to drive to Miami, mm-hmm. which would have been the sixth. All right. We're on the way to Miami now. What is today? The fourteenth. Just eight days later. It's not too bad. In the grand scheme of what we have been through to get this coffee from Bolivia, what's eight more days? In all honesty. In all honesty. But we have confirmation, and our coffee is in the air and on its way to America as we speak. And it is a race now, boy. We're trying to beat it to Miami. I don't think we're going to. I don't think we're going to make it. No, um, uh, let's see. Our flight currently is over Venezuela. I'm looking, I'm looking. And then it's going to dogleg back north over the Caribbean. Uh, there must have been a storm. Yeah, because it made like a circle. But it is currently just went over the border from Colombia into the Gulf. Okay. So it is over water right now. It says it's going to be here at 9.47. Hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, we still got a good three hours. That dinner was good, but God, they, so they were not swift on letting us leave, that's for sure. Nope. I was like, we got to get on the road. So, anyway, welcome back to the Slow Drip Podcast with Zach and Matt. I am Matt behind the wheel. Zach is sitting next to me. And as you've heard, we are on our way to Miami to pick up a consignment of coffee from Bolivia. This might be the wildest thing we've ever done on the podcast so far, um, recording while we're driving. But uh, how many miles to Gatorland, Zach? We're not going to Gatorland. I know you really want to go to Gatorland. <laughs> it's like right up there, lifetime dream. It's amazing. We, we, Have you ever even been? Yeah, Gatorland's amazing, man. And then, well, and we're getting ready. So we're, we're south of Orlando now on our way to Miami. We're about to be in the middle of the Everglades, which is pretty fantastic. Um, but it's getting dark. Driving through the Everglades at night can be a little hairy, so that's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, Gatorland's awesome. 
we need to go because it's just one of those you know it's like Sea Rock City or um, Ruby Falls yeah just you know I'm a big fan of kitschy roadside attractions they're just fun mm, you know my favorite the Lost Sea yeah. did you ever do the Lost Sea oh, when you lived in Tennessee uh, not only did we do the Lost Sea, when I was a Boy Scout, we did the, like, behind the scenes. Did you camp out and go spelunking? Yeah. We did, too. Were you a Boy Scout? Yeah. Have we had this conversation? I don't think so. I'm learning something new. Okay. How far did you go? What do you mean, how far? Did you make it to Eagle? Oh, no. And I thought you were talking about spelunking. Uh, no. how, how far into the cave did you go? Yeah. As, no as far as they would let a 13-year-old boy in a pair of coveralls go, that's as far as you went. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't find Curly's gold or anything. Yeah, that's right. No, I am. I didn't go as far as Eagle. Oh, man. I was about to say, if we're just now discovering that we're both scouts and then we were both Eagle scouts, man, match made in heaven. Are you an Eagle scout? Yeah. Of course you are. Of course. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, but yeah, I am. Uh, but since you didn't make it, and you have to get out of the next stop. Okay. <laughs> I have to trudge through the, the ever- Everglades. But here's the trick. But the thing is, if we had gone to Gatorland, you would know you never go into the Everglades without a pocket full of marshmallows because gators love marshmallows. Is that a fact? That's or an, you- an absolute fact. I don't trust anything that you're saying. You should trust everything 100%. It looks like turtle eggs. And so you throw a marshmallow out on a lily pad, a gator will beeline to it. Save your life one day. 100%. I'm not making this up. Okay. If you go on an airboat ride in the Everglades, they bring out a giant bag of marshmallows and they start flinging them willy-nilly into the water and gators come from everywhere. It's like, oh, yeah marshmallow time so what you're saying is next time I'm swimming in a watering hole here in Florida mm-hmm. I shouldn't bring marshmallows as a snack wrong you should always bring marshmallows so that you have something to distract the gator with you know what we can do hmm. let's go to the dump in Macon because they have gators there when you drive back to like drop all of your stuff off at the landfill so we'll just take a bag of marshmallows and go find us a gator in the Macon landfill and feed it some marshmallows. Sounds like a fun time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you one thing. I'm tired of driving. You put in a good haul. You, I mean, from noon till dinner time, you had a good six-hour stretch. So, I mean, I'm I'm good. I'll drive. I'll take care of us all the way to the next potty stop, which will be in about 20 minutes for me. <laughs> and then you can drive again. <laughs> all right, so what have we seen so far? As we kind of unwinded there and back again, a couple of episodes on the road, uh, I'm... It's actually not as difficult as I thought to hold a mic with one hand and the steering wheel with one hand. Um, it's not my first choice, but it's not terrible. So we'll be able to do it again on the way back. But what have we seen so far? I have seen, I mean, Florida. 
a lot of Florida. Saw a lady with green hair. She probably got that done at Gatorland. If I'm not, I think that's probably what happened. Um, well, you didn't even tell us when we went into Florida. You didn't tell me. I didn't know I was supposed to. You. <laughs> how, how am I, I supposed to know? It's like I'm driving with my wife. Like, Amanda, look, here's the border. You want to take a picture? Well, yeah. I mean, let me not get out and take a picture, but like, hey, we're in Florida. Oh, cool. Where's the sign? Oh, there. You, I just looked up and it was like, the mile markers changed from one to 400 and something. Like, oh, we crossed the border. I didn't even know it. So there's that. You didn't tell me that. I saw the signs. Uh, yeah. So. We left Macon at noon today. It's about 8 o'clock now. We just had a great Cuban dinner at a place called Los Cabos outside of south of Orlando. It's really so full. Well, you had a dinner bowl the size of your head. I know. I regret it. Well, and the thing, too, was, bud, like, that thing hit the table, and I thought to myself, I know I'm driving after this. Yeah. Because he's going to slip into a food coma and it'll be up to me. I'm glad you know. Yeah. We also went to Bucky's. You took me to Bucky's. Yep. Your first time at Bucky's. Yeah. You got to take a picture with old Bucky himself. Is it? it, I feel like it's a pretty androgynous animal mascot. Mm -hmm. What, the beaver? Yeah. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Bucky is a male male name. Okay. Well, the highlight was getting the picture with Bucky. Um, other than that, I was a little underwhelmed. Or maybe I was overwhelmed. There I, was think that was, I think that was it. There were too many options. So, uh, I left with a banana and a bottle of water. And no other Bucky's gear. You got a brisket sandwich. That brisket sandwich was killer. Oh. Anyway. <clears throat> That's what's up. That's where we are. We are coming into the Everglades. Um, what's on your mind? I'm ready for this a feeling of being swelled up like a tick to go away. Next 20 minutes of this episode are going to be Zach trying to get back to feeling normal after eating himself into a very uncomfortable state. Um, That's more accurate than you know. I know. Well, I can, yeah. Um, I will say for me, um, you know, we did a whole episode about supply chain and we talked at brief about um, what it takes to do direct trade. And it is not for the faint of heart. I, <clears throat> there's a part of me that is still, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm loving every minute of the road trip and, and the time to get to hang out with you and, and do this. There's a part of me that's like, I'm going to be really glad when this is all kind of behind our rudder just to have pulled it off. But, you know, as we got the text messages from Jim and the picture of the plane taking off, um, you know, 
realize it's a really historic day for a lot of those guys down there. You know, it is for us too. I mean, this is the first direct trade consignment that Cisterna is walking through on our own. You know, last time when we imported the Thai coffee, we we used a big international shipper and they took care of everything soup to nuts they handled all the paperwork they handled all of the customs and entry fees and all of that and it was all kind of built into one and I didn't realize all the stuff that went into it um, but we've gotten that figured out it's taken a lot of patience and you know when we jokingly say well, what's eight more days in the grand scheme of how long we've been working on this? Like, that's really kind of true. Like, it's mm-hmm. it, it's been it's been a journey just to figure this out. Um, and so we we're almost to the finish line, which I'll be excited about. And when we finish up tomorrow and we get it loaded into your truck and we head back north, I'll feel a lot better then. It'll be such a sweet, sweet sight when we pull in to those big concrete jaws of Gatorland. And <laughs> We're not going to Gatorland. <laughs> Matt loose. Every time you say we're not going, it just solidifies a little bit more in my mind that we're... we're I hear you say we're not going, but what I know you're really saying is, please take me to Gatorland. And I'm, I'm here. I want to do it. Let's... I'm just, I, I don't understand the uh, weird infatuation you have right now with alligators. I do not. I have zero infatuation with alligators. It's the fact that it's Gatorland. What about it? It's in the name. It's Gatorland. It is the North American capital of alligators. There's more alligators per capita in Gatorland than anywhere else in the world. That's a feat in and of itself. That is just something that you read on the billboard. I read that, I knew that before I ever saw a billboard. They have an albino gator. Also on the billboard. You can play with baby gators. Billboard. You can feed them marshmallows. I still don't know if that's true. They have a giant Burmese python. Also, I think, is on the billboard. You can't wear it, though. They don't let you do that. So, I'll tell you what, we're getting, when we get into the Everglades, let's just go to find real yeah. life gator I, oh we did see a snake at the rest stop yeah at one of the six that we stopped at yeah you know I knew we, we've we traveled together in Bolivia we were we were abroad for a good spell uh, the two of us traveling together so we've got a good idea of how each of us travels but you know road trip travel is a little different and I knew going into this trip there's always one person that emerges as like the individual that needs the potty stop more than the others. And that is 110% you. I really, like, I'm coming into this trip, I'm like, it's not going to be me. Like, it's, I'm not going to be the joke that has to stop every 50 miles or whatever it was. <laughs> we did. We stopped at, did you, did you use the bathroom at Bucky's? No. No. I was too overwhelmed by a giant wall of beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, their bathrooms are a sight to behold. They're... 
surprisingly clean for a gas station. Well, I, the amount of human traffic that goes through one of those, like through a Bucky's in, in, in an hour, like I would love to see the stats on that. Like how many different individuals go through those doors in a single hour? Let me look it up. Is, I mean, it, I think the thing that threw me off too is like, you walk in and there are two armed guards at Bucky's. I'm like, what in that's the, what in the world kind? What do you have at this truck stop that requires two Blackwater Special Forces guys? <laughs> that's the first time I've seen them there. That well, that was wild. I'm like, are, excuse me, sir, did you pay for that? giant bag of deer corn that you're trying to walk out with i'm gonna have to see a receipt <laughs> put put down the brisket sandwich and the deer corn and the corn dog and the slab of fudge let me make sure you paid for all of that or i'm gonna tase you oh wow what's that between this was uh this was last december between december the third and december the 10th and a week period Bucky saw more than 7,300 cars a day. Is that our Bucky's and Warner Robins? That's Warner, just Warner Robins Bucky's. Okay, 7,300 vehicles a day? 11,700 cars a day visited Warner Robins Christmas week. That was about, when did they open that one? I don't know. There's a whole group of people, I, don't, I mean, I don't want to spend the whole episode talking about Bucky's, but I do know there's a, there's a whole group of Bucky's people that like follow they map out and know where all the Bucky's are well not only where they all are but like they'll go from grand opening to grand opening oh. like people that used to live in buses and follow the Grateful Dead around like they'll <laughs> they've okay. just moved on to yeah, Bucky's yeah the next one and it might be the same people you're probably right it's the same people <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's gone next thing we all we gotta live for now we've all cashed in we've got our AARPs and our microbuses that run on uh, French fry grease, and they just go from one yeah. Bucky's to the next, collecting yeah, French fry grease. Well, I did not see the five-gallon buckets of bacon grease that I was promised. That was the one thing I wanted to see at Bucky's. Did you look for it? Again, I was a little, a little left foot forward walking in and seeing um, all of that. To be honest. So I kind of lost my head, and I don't know where I would. I mean, also, what kind of gas station sells rifle sight slings for your deer stand? Bucky's. Get your deer corn and your rifle prop. Let's go. Let's go back to. Why is that weird? That, you, that you can buy a rifle tripod at a gas station? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, when I was in Michigan or uh, Minnesota, no, Montana. Sorry, when I was in Montana last September, uh, trout fishing with my dad, we did go to a gas station that sold AR-15. So, um, I guess it's not that strange. That is Montana. That's straight up Montana. It was awesome. <laughs> yep. There we are. All right. I don't know if I'm getting that on the plane to take it home, but here you go. Buy ten gallons. Get get AR free. It's a punch card, you know. Yeah. You, you, all right, you filled up 12 times. You go to the back and pick it out. You can have uh, 
black or plastic or uh, or even pink polymer depending on uh, you know, what you prefer so anyway yeah so did not see the bacon grease at Bucky's but otherwise it's uh, all I mean it's interesting how you feeling are we are we good yeah yeah you coming back to life mm, I'm about there I will say, um, holding on to this mic while we're driving and thinking about the flimsy table that we put those mic stands on when we recorded. I feel bad for that table. Um, yeah. I mean, these things are not, they're not light. I'm, I mean, a little surprised, so, um, but yeah. Hey, you know you can set the cruise control, right? You know. Hmm? I know. Oh, okay. I don't know what button it does. You, your car is like a spaceship. So, it's good. I'm fine. Don't, don't. Okay. Okay, I see it. I don't, don't touch the steering wheel while I'm driving. Kind of weirds me out. Does it? Well, I mean, you know, what the heck is something going to happen? I'm driving your spaceship here. You start messing around with the control panel leave the road I'm very lo-fi when it comes to automobiles you know this I do know this 89 Volvo what station wagon stick shift 5 speed no AC no regrets I think that you would have AC if you could have it well maybe but I've gotten used to it you know you just kind of roll yeah, but I'm pretty confident in saying that if you got AC put in your car, mm-hmm. that you'd, whenever you got home and you weren't sweating, you'd be like, man, why didn't I do this so long ago? You know what? Here's a great idea. Why don't you put AC in my car, and then we'll see if I use it. <laughs> this will be a good test. Me put AC in your car. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. To see if you use it. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I've gotten used to it. Yeah, but it's a win-win for you all the way around. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Do you get free AC? But I wouldn't use it. You say that, but I think that could just be reverse psychology in you. And I'm trying to get free AC in my that's car? That's exactly what it is. Do you think that's what... I, I would never do that to you. You though. are full. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's be real. I'm more likely to be the one that's like, nope, I'm not using it just to prove you wrong. You are, yeah, that's not, that's not too far from the truth. Really? How's that AC? I put it in your car. Well, I'm not using it. I'm not it. sure. I forgot it was there. Yeah. I will say this about the Swedes. They know how to make a car heater. That is for sure. And when it gets cold, that one day a year in making that it's actually kind of nippy, it's nice to have a working heater. And with my other Volvo, when I lived in Michigan, man, that thing could sit under four feet of snow for six months. Go outside when snow finally thawed off in May, and it'd turn over on one crank. Man, I love that car. Is your Volvo carbureted? Fuel yeah. injected? Um, I think it's fuel injected. Yeah, both of them are. 
but you couldn't drive it in the, I couldn't drive my sedan in, in Michigan it's rear wheel drive anyway I do like an old Volvo I wonder how many miles we are mm, we're about 70 miles from Gatorland but it's behind us we got 174 miles to go mm-hmm. which means we're going to have to stop and get gas somewhere yeah, it's 160 miles to empty. Let me see if there's a Bucky's. This is a cool part of the drive, though. I mean, there's nothing around this. I mean, it's just a straight shot. We're in the swamp, man. We just built a road out in the middle of the swamp. I think that's why I like driving through Everglades at night because you can look out and like there's no lights there's no city lights in any direction wow look in it that's crazy what's that I guess I never realized how close like Freeport and stuff is yeah Hmm. Bimini is I think Bimini is a 50 mile straight shot mm-hmm. once knew a guy who on a dare uh, it was either Miami or Tampa uh, he was a surfer and like old school beach bum in the 60s and on a dare got in a 14 foot Boston Whaler John boat Outboard motor, extra can of gas. And went to Bimini? Set the compass, and in a night, went to Bimini. Did he make it? Ran out of gas 500 yards from the shore and swam it in. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's in the middle of the shipping lane. With, like, old school, I mean, just a compass. Probably compass, flashlight, two tanks of gas, outboard motor. 14 foot John boat Boston Whaler which have you ever ridden in a Boston Whaler? no dude they're cool it's a cool little boat we've had a couple from time to time you know uh, Jerry Seinfeld has a Boston Whaler didn't know that yeah I saw it on uh, comedians in cars getting coffee one time and he was like yeah when I was a kid I always wanted a little Boston Whaler so when I got to be Established where I could pretty much buy anything. They gave him the first Amex Black and uh, went out and bought himself a Boston Whaler. Takes it out from time to time, toodles around on it. I saw it was a pretty cool story.
you should have had some of the Cuban coffee that we had, or I had. I couldn't restaurant. put anything else in my mouth. When I ordered, I said, do you have coffee? He said, yeah, we have you know, just black coffee. I said, no, no, no. Do you have a Cuban coffee? He said, let me check with the chef. It was good, man. It wasn't as sweet as some are. It was really, really, it wasn't like espresso strong. So. It was Monday, good. Monday, 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. Turnpike to close. <laughs> Yeehaw Junction. Oh, wow. There it is. Would not have believed it was a real spot. dead in the water well I mean we're going to talk a little bit more before we take a break I mean we kind of talk talk through next steps what's going to happen after we pick this coffee up or we can talk about that on the back again episode Uh, but we're launching the store we're open you can order Thai coffee soon to be able to order Bolivian. We want to bring a couple of uh, blends out as well. So we're working really hard to bring some more products to the store. Brainstorming about a lot of other uh, merchandise items that uh, will be showing up soon. But, uh, yeah. And I don't want to just sign off just yet. You got anything else? I don't. I have nothing left. Well, the giant Fiesta Bowl has put Zach into a verifiable food coma. Um, Should have called it a Siesta Bowl. Yeah, I would have. I don't know that it would sell as many. Uh, but I think it's more accurate. That is more accurate. When he came back and was like, "Do you want a box?" and you're like, "No." He said, "I didn't know it was that big." He said, "Yeah, it's really big." Uh-huh. I kind of wish he would have told me. I don't know if you can put that on him. Mine was really good. My Cuban pulled pork with fried plantains, that was a good taco. So we got to stop talking about food. Am I making you ill? Yeah. All right. Well, well, I think it's about time to take a break. Zach is literally about to fall asleep in the seat next to me. Um, you make it sound like I'm a diabetic. I didn't say I'm, you had the sugar. I just <laughs> the sugar. You don't have the sugar, but ever since we left the restaurant, you've been talking about how I'm not gonna make it much longer. I am so full. I am so full. Uh, so not not like you're cashing out, but you are. You're running out of steam as everything from that festival settles in. Yeah. And it's dark outside. There aren't any city lights. Uh, comfortable ride in your spaceship on our way to Miami you didn't have any Cuban coffee like I did so you're you're uh, starting to to waif out a little bit and that's okay that's why I'm driving um, I think it's about time to take a break but 
Uh, if you have been listening to the slow drip for a while and you've enjoyed everything that you've heard so far, please do give us a rating in Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, recommend us to someone else and help us uh, help other people find us and, and uh, hopefully they'll take a listen to and enjoy it as well. So we appreciate you guys joining us as we head to Miami to pick up some Bolivian coffee. Stay tuned and uh, watch our socials as we make announcements that those that new coffee is available. Sounds like a plan. All right. Now you're ready for a break, aren't you? I am so ready for a break. All right, let's take a break. <laughs>